Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. A lot of times you'll hear people say that Christianity isn't a to-do list. But in today's chapter, at first glance, it can look like Paul saying to do more and more and to add more to your list or to make the things on your list harder to check off. Today, we're reading 1 Thessalonians 4, and in it, we're introduced to a principle that says faithful believers are called to excel still more, or said differently, to do faithfulness more and more. Some of us look at Paul's charge to the Thessalonians and we get overwhelmed. We know we can't ever reach God's standard of righteous living while here on this earth, so the call to do so more and more just seems unattainable. On the other hand, there are those of us who operate out of pride. We think we've got the Christian walk all figured out, so the fact that the bar just got raised is frustrating. It's like a game of monkey in the middle where the kid in the middle is shorter than the other two and can never catch the ball. But that's not Paul's attitude. Paul raised the bar for the Thessalonians because he saw that they were living in a way that was righteous and honorable, but he also knew no one arrives while living life on this earth. There will always be a call to excel still more regardless of where you are in your faith journey. Think about it like this. When I was a kid, I did gymnastics. Now, I wasn't very good because I had like zero muscle mass and was so scrawny, but my younger cousin was super athletic and great at gymnastics. She'd move up in levels. Now, most of us are familiar with the level of gymnastics we see on TV whenever the Olympics roll around. That's the elite level. But in order to even be eligible for the qualifiers, the Olympic qualifiers, you've probably spent your whole life working through all 10 of the other levels of gymnastics. And as a gymnast works his or her way up or progresses through each level, the bar is raised. More and more difficult skills are expected. But here's the thing. When a gymnast finally makes it to the elite level, suddenly the call to raise the bar changes. When gymnasts start doing really crazy tricks, safety becomes a big concern. During these last Olympics, you might have seen some headlines about how gymnasts were actually being discouraged from raising the bar once they reached certain types of skills. New skills were being invented with more and more spins or twists, and suddenly, this type of excellence was approached with more and more skepticism. In a similar way, the call to excel still more can create hesitancy in the spiritual life of a believer. As we pursue holiness, when do we begin to drift into legalism or a sense of spiritual elitism? Our identity isn't dependent upon our performance or our behaviors, so navigating a call or charge to excel can seem a little shady. It's been said that excellence honors God and inspires men, but what are we to do when the call to excel starts to feel like we're leveling up as Christians? That's pride, right? Or dangerous at least? Here's the thing. When we isolate the phrase excel still more or do so more and more, we lose some important context. Verse 1 reads, Finally then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you've received from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you then do so more and more. What should we do more and more? Walk in the way we're supposed to, the way we ought to walk and please God. That verse doesn't say, read your Bible for longer than the believers around you or volunteer for two services instead of just one or only read spiritual books and don't ever watch any movies. Verse also doesn't say conform to the cultural Christianity of your day. It says we should continue in what is expected of us as believers and seek to please or honor God. Doesn't mean add more rules. When we start to believe our motivation for excellence is the applause of the people around us or our willingness to distinguish ourselves from others, we're actually drifting from the very things that God sees as excellent. 
We're to excel in our pursuit of bringing glory to God, not to ourselves. And we definitely are not called to excel as a means by which we might receive praise or attention from the people around us. Paul actually uses this phrase again, starting in verse 9. It reads, Now concerning brotherly love, you have no need for anyone to write to you. For you yourselves have been taught by God to love one another. For that is indeed what you are doing to all the brothers throughout Macedonia. But we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more. Verse 11, And to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs, and to work with your hands as we instructed you. Verse 12, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. Love one another more and more and live quiet lives. You see, so often we associate excellence with attention, a metal podium, a crowd, the praises of people, more verses memorized, but that isn't the case here. Paul attaches the call to excellence with the charge to live quietly and to love others. One commentator says, It wasn't Paul's intent that the church disrupt society or overthrow governments. Rather, he encouraged Christians to be good citizens and exemplary members of their families and of their society, but to do so in a manner consistent with the teachings of Christ. Only in this sense was the Pauline gospel intended to change society. It set out to change the individuals who made up society, think from the inside out, while awaiting that climactic event when the power of God would truly change the world forever that is, when Christ comes back. Such excellent behavior not only results in the Christian meeting his or her own needs, but it also is met with the approval and admiration of non-believers who observe his or her life. Excellence might win favor, but its motivation shouldn't be attention or a puffed-up ego. Rather, believers should pursue excellence because it honors God, and as verse 8 says, whoever disregards this, this call to raise the bar, disregards not man, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you. When we really believe we are living for an audience of one, the call to excellence embeds in us a heart of worship and a further sense of purpose. But when we're living for the applause of people around us, the call to excellence puffs up pride, incites legalism, and hurts others. We're supposed to love others. Spend some time today asking God what it might look like for you to excel still more. And honestly evaluate, why do you want to excel? What's motivating you? You could even ask your community group or small group for help. What opportunities do they see for you to excel? What do they think's motivating you? I don't know what this looks like for all of us, but I know we all have areas in which we can excel still more. The good news is that we don't have to navigate them alone, so I'm so glad we're all on this journey together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.